What is up, guys? It is Stu. It is What the Fuck Gym Talk. I got a quick PSA for everybody. Listen, everyone that shoots me a DM on Instagram or a Facebook message or sends an email, whatever it may be, with your scenario, like you want some advice on something with your business, I'm there for you. I will answer it. I'll send you an audio message. I'll go probably above and beyond. Fuck, I'll even call you if I've got some spare time. But here's the issue. The thing I hate more than anything is giving vanilla fucking advice, right? These broad fucking have your best day fucking – I hate that. That vanilla shit is not for me. It's too pie in the sky. I like giving you specific fucking tactics. And the only way I can do that is if you book an initial business development call where I can learn about your business, the quantitative side of it, the numbers, and the qualitative side, the brand, the client experience, what you're looking to create in this world. And then I'm able to give you something specifically tailored to you. I am not a mentorship company. I am not out here fucking training mini stews who have taken the 13 steps under my course to give you advice. Those guys that are out there, they're great, right? And they're going to help a lot of people at scale. But they're going, you know, you're going to men's fucking warehouse and getting a suit off the goddamn rack. With me, it is a tailored fucking strategy and tactics based on you and only you. It's not the shit I gave the guy on the call before, and it's not the shit I gave to another gym owner down the street from you. So if you do have real questions and you want fucking tactics, like legit fucking answers to your strategies and problems that are 100% geared around your end goal with your business, go ahead and shoot me a DM. And I'll send you a link to book an initial business development call. I'll love to jam with you guys. You're going to fill out an intake form so I can get all the questions, like all the things I need to know about the business ahead of time so we won't waste any of the time on that call with it. It'll just simply be strategy and tactics. If you've got questions, shoot me a DM. Have a great fucking day and enjoy the podcast. What the fuck is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast, and I've got the ladies of Sculpt Method here from Charlotte, North Carolina. I've got Brittany and Katie, and we got connected. uh, I think you sent me an email after you saw Marissa and me and the girls jamming, Mm -hmm. and you're like, hey, we just got to Charlotte. My partner's from Charlotte. Uh, We showed up at the wrong fucking time to open a fitness (laughs) business. It was March. right. Was it March? We kind of started our own thing in March, but we got to Charlotte end of July. This is going to be the best part of this podcast, maybe the video. (laughs) I just want you to enjoy. This will be the best for you. Take a look to your right and look at her headphone. (laughs) (laughs) Your fucking headphone is on backwards. (laughs) This is the best. (laughs) Okay, guys, it's Friday, all right? Give us a break. Friday. Katie's blonde. Katie, uh, Katie's had a couple drinks. Yeah, she's already had a few. I may or may not have a white claw earlier, yeah. but usually it takes me more than Shot that. Cutting white claws before the podcast. Um, oh gotta stay on no. brand. This is exactly gotta you stay know? on brand. Wow. Yeah. So in March, you guys started doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. Is that in here in Charlotte? No, we were in Charleston. In Charleston. Yeah. Okay. So we just recently moved from Charleston. We taught at multiple studios in Where's, Charleston. Let's rewind there. Where's the origin story for you? Where's uh, home? Home is New Jersey. Yeah, we're in Jersey? Um, Monmouth County. Okay. So, like, it's where I get my little bite from. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? I oh, was yeah. in the Bridgewater, Raritan area. Okay. With, yeah, I went to school in Metuchen. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I was familiar. like, that's where, like, I was like, Rutgers, lacrosse, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, you, you miss Jersey? Is that, like, still home base? Or are you, are you a Southerner who's like, yeah, Jersey, cool, I've got a little bit of edge, but I really like this lifestyle better? Um, You know... I probably won't leave the South anytime soon, but I do see myself potentially yeah, maybe heading back to New York City. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it up there. Yeah. I like my roots. Yeah. No, Jersey's a good spot. I liked it. I was there like when Sopranos was first. I was like being from Jersey was cool okay, as fuck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because when Sopranos came out okay. and my Irish McGass was just like, oh my God, <laughs> look at all these silly wops running around everywhere. And it, this is just so much fun. And I, I loved it. I was there for... About three years, then moved back to Ohio. But okay, cool. And then where's your origins? Yeah, no, you're Charlotte, right? Yep, Charlotte, born and bred. And Charleston. And then Charleston, Good. and now back here. And school for both you guys was that Charleston, or what brought you to Charleston? It was school for okay. me. Um, I went to University of South Carolina. Got it. And I was originally supposed to go to law school. You guys got fucking smoked by Tennessee. What the fuck? She uh, don't even she like, doesn't know. Don't it. even like ask me about that. I like like to give off a vibe that I'm like a super. US- Gamecock football fan still. You, you're more into the tailgating mm. and the party. And you got yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're, pin, you're pinning me for that kind of girl like early on. <laughs> you're figuring me out I'm real quick. The tone. <laughs> um, and then I just, I'm just going to be real. I wanted to party yeah. and Charleston's fun and I yep. had friends that already lived there. So I was like, let me just move to Charleston and study while I study. get ready to take the LSAT for law school. And long story short, I'm sitting here right now, so I yeah. didn't go to law school. Well, that's um, a joke. And 
I I did well on the LSAT, but I just I didn't want to. It's not for you. I interned with a lawyer. I hated it. Yep. And now. Aren't you so glad you did that internship? Don't people like take those tests and go that route and do things and they never test it out, especially in the medical field. They get that a ton. My sister went to school at College of Charleston and then uh, she, you know, Musk is down there, right? Mm -hmm. So big medical school. And Mm -hmm. there are so many people down there like, yeah, I got into physical therapy and I realized I didn't like it. I'm like, well, you knew that like when you like were doing internships instead of doing apprenticeships. Like, not really. I didn't do as much of that as I probably should. I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah. Like you yeah. didn't taste test before you like really got into it. So you took a full it, bite. You took, yeah. Yeah, oh my God. Got to test drive the car exactly, before you buy it. Exactly. <laughs> and a lot of aspects in life. A lot of aspects you know? in life. Yes. So Charleston, fun. You guys meet up where? We worked together. We're, it was really, well, no, we didn't work together originally. You, you were a client. You worked at um, Pure Bar. She was a yeah. desk girl and I was a mm-hmm. client. And then we the both- The one in downtown Charleston? Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, I know what right it, on yeah. Market mm-hmm. Street. Yep. We both um, were going there and at the same time got approached to go teach together. So they were like, all right, you guys meet. You're going to get sent away for four days to training. Good luck. Have fun. And we literally had to look at each other like, all right, hey, hey. <laughs> and then I'm Brittany. we just really hit it off and had a really great friendship. And we've always worked together and we worked there for like three, four-ish years. Yeah. And then again at another studio and then COVID hit and we were like, well, we've always wanted to do our thing. We love working together. So let's see what can happen. And yeah. why not stay in Charleston? I mean, I've got an idea why not, but like, why wouldn't you like, why not stay there? You already have connections, right? Is there like, I mean- you're not afraid of their non-compete they had you sign. You're not worried about any of that shit. It's just, is it just because Charleston's, uh, you're either in school and a tourist and doing this because then the other side of the tracks, ghetto and shit. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you, you hit yeah. the nail on the yeah. head. Yeah. It's totally. just, we are in such a place with like Sculpt Method and with, in our lives where we want to grow and Charleston kind of felt like there was no more room for growth sure. because of that kind of lifestyle. And yeah, we did have a really good following in Charleston. We still do. Yeah. Um, but, we just knew, knew there was more than yeah. what Charleston had to offer. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, we were definitely ready to expand beyond that. And what's so great about what we do, since it's all, you know, as of right now on a digital space, the following we have in Charleston could still follow us to Charlotte in a sense. You know, a lot sure. of them are, you know, still our subscribers and do our workouts from Charleston because you can do it from anywhere. And you, and could go, you could go on the road. You could pop up to one of the parks out there or whatever it may be or and you could have 15, 25 plus people show up and pay you to do a workout in person and hang out and do a meet and greet, like really successful, like YouTubers do. Mm-hmm. They go around, they go around yeah. the different cities where they have a big following and they go there, they do a meet and greet kind of thing. And I think like uh, a girl you guys should really check out, like Sydney Cummings, she's local here to Charlotte. So Sydney, oh my God, it was probably 2014. I go and have coffee with Sydney. Sydney's looking for some business advice. She was offered a gig as a, a personal, she was a personal trainer and they wanted to give her, you know, we'll make a little studio for you. And she's like, I really think I'm going to do this YouTube thing. And so she went all in on YouTube every day since 2015, I want to say. She's put out a workout every day on YouTube. She's at 600, 700, 800,000 subscribers there. She has a, it's her full-time career. She has an entire merch line. She goes to New York City and 100, 150, 200 people just show up to get a workout in a park with her and meet and this entire thing. And she was doing digital fitness when like we're all like, you fucking idiot. Get in the boot. <laughs> like, get Which, a brick yeah. and mortar. And then COVID hits and it's like, oh shit. Like her studio is literally right around the corner where she records every daily workout she does. And she is literally the furthest thing from an overnight success, but probably one of the best examples of grind, do it right, stick to the brand, stick to the brand, grind, do it right, do it right. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's incredible. Um, you, after this, remind me, I'll do like, I'll create an introduction with you and Sydney. Cause again, the best thing you could do in the yeah. city now is to get connected with oh, other yeah. people, especially Absolutely. women. Fitness is such a patriarchy. Traditionally boutique fitness was the best thing to happen in the female entrepreneur space, right? Like yoga was always female driven. Right. But it was just like in the fitness, it was either you were a chick and did yoga or owned a yoga studio or you were you were a female. You were a personal trainer. Like there wasn't a lot of big roles in the fitness industry, Gold's Gym and these big corporate global gym kind of things. And then Boutique Fitness hit and you know, Pure Bar and Cycle Bar and Soul Cycle it just gave birth like life to such an empowering position for women. And I, I just my biggest thing is it's still the smallest portion. The majority of gym owners are not female. You guys all need to like band together like, you know 
do that and it's networking at its at its finest. You guys still have good networks down in like pure like with Pure Bar. Was that a good exit? Were you guys cool with them? Like do you have good relationships with people there that are in the industry that you can learn from and talk to if you're like, hey, I got a question. How would you handle this? Or were they like, fuck you when you left? Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. Pure Bar was definitely like, Pure fuck Bar you. fucking hates We kind of said yeah. fuck you too. And we, so we it's a mutual. Yeah. Like okay. we tried and I'm biased because sure. I'm me, but in my humble opinion, we tried to just go out and be the best people that we possibly could because we believe in karma and energy and, you know, getting back what you put out. So we tried to be the best that we could. Um, after being like repeatedly beaten down, we finally were just like, fuck you. Yeah. And we just got legal letters in the mail for non-compete and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we just ripped them which up. by the way nobody ever follows up on those the amount of money yeah. it would take to chase anyone down it's never worth it you just do it as a flex like um so spin studio uh my ex-wife owned that and we got a cease and desist yep. because the wheel looked somewhat similar it, that has 17 spokes theirs has 21 whatever the fuck it may be and it was like the cool it's cool i think i have its frame somewhere a fucking that cease and desist from soul cycle it's like <laughs> Oh, Soul Cycle knows who we are. Fuck yeah! Yeah, you're like hell yeah. You care yeah. that much? Even Soul Cycle. I remember she was on the phone with the lawyer representing Soul Cycle, and it, she was just being stupid on the phone talking shit. To, and they're like, he's like, they're not gonna follow up on this. Do you realize? Like, these no. are just like to scare you. It's like contracts in a gym, mm-hmm. unless you have like a collections agent. Like, for example, do you guys do contracts on anything? No, no. Okay, like if you did, like a lot of gyms will do contracts, like small micro gyms, and then they're like, I'm like, why do you do a 12 month contract? Like if someone quit him on nine, are you real? How are you going to get that money? Are you going to hire a collections agent? No, it just, it tries to create a framework and scare somebody into not, not quitting. Mm -hmm. Um, so pure bar, no good relationships there, but yeah, point being, I will make sure I'll definitely, we'll do, we'll get done with this. I'd love to introduce you to like Sydney and stuff like that. And I think that could be the best thing for you guys to continue to network as you find your niche here in Charlotte. And that's what really interested me. Like when we were talking, I love the fact, obviously, that you showed up to the party right when the cops showed up. Like, yeah, that's, right. that's kind of what it feels like. We <laughs> like came to the party. Fitting for our brand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we showed up with all the booze and everybody was like, leaving. Oh, shit. You're not ready to party anymore? <laughs> no. So what was that like? So the second, like, I know, like, what my how life was turned for me and everyone else who was already at the party. We got kicked out. I was like, eh, we had a good run. We'll figure it out. We'll find somewhere else to go. Yeah. You guys got here. You didn't know where you were. You didn't really know anybody. Like, did you develop a following in, in Charlotte before you got here? Or was it like, we need to just go, we have a, we have like six friends who will work out with us and we'll start with that. Kind of. I mean, yeah. we definitely had a little bit of a Charlotte following just because I am from here. So people, you know, we'd have friends come and visit us and like take our classes. And um, Did you come back here a lot when you were in Charleston? Um, not as much, just because it's so pretty hard to So when you showed up, you're like, hey, Hey, remember me? Yeah. <laughs> you remember how I left and went to Charleston and yeah. I thought it was the shit? Well, I'm back yeah, and I have hello. a company and I'd love for you to be a customer and sweat with me. Yeah, so let's get your money. So that, we definitely had a couple and then we had some friends that had moved here too. So we basically, like you said, we're kind of going off of, you know, a handful of people that we knew that were really interested yeah. in what we did. But I think also at the end of the day, we know that we have something really cool and different to bring to the market. So we were like, why not kind of go shake it up? Sure. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about the concept of Skull Method. So you guys were at Pure Bar. What led to the inception of the idea? And just kind of talk to me about the whole origin and like what Skull Method is and how it differentiates itself and all that good stuff. So we, there was another gym in between another studio that we taught at, um, called Hilo, who we do still have some really good friends there too. And they've been, um, they've been really helpful with this whole entire transition. Um, but when COVID hit, we, we had kind of a different relationship there. Like we weren't contractual bound employees and things like that. So we kind of had a lot of freedom when COVID hit to, do our own thing. And Katie and I have always had an idea about fitness that was a little different than the norm, a different narrative of fitness. Um, and we were doing these lives because we were out of a job. Like we were completely out of work. And so we were doing live Instagram classes in my friend's backyard. <laughs> like like getting, the most bootleg thing. You yeah. Like ever. janky as fuck. And just, you know, asking for Venmo donations and they just kind of like blew up. I mean, people loved it. We made some good money. Yeah. And um, it was, we kind of just took 
like we were like, we don't have to follow like Hyla's model. We don't have to follow any former model that we've known. We can kind of just do whatever the fuck we want. So we kind of just did what felt good and what we thought other people like, or it would feel good for other people. And we kind of just went from there. What did that manifest into? So talk me through what is the sculpt method? So sculpt method is, it came very organically, just like Brittany described. And we started to dive deeper and we've been bar teachers for a while, but also dabble in all sorts of fitness. We love taking all classes. So when we sat down to come up with this, we really took a little bit of everything of all different fitness elements that we loved, but also figured felt the best on the body and also like the most effective moves. So we took a little bar, a little Pilates, a little yoga, a little um, high intensity interval training, but all still low impact stuff. And basically our whole MO is for this movement to feel good on your body, but also you're coming into class and we offer different variations of length. So 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute, whatever, no matter what time period of class like you're taking, we're going to deliver you the most effective workout that we can. Like we truly methodically sit down and think about these workouts and just really make sure that they are hands down effective. You're making the most out of your time, especially like with COVID, like you know, people don't have a long attention span and like want to sit down for these hour workouts like we used to do. I used to love 50 minute workouts, but now like life is just so different. So even if I'm sitting down for a 10 minute workout, I want to know that I'm getting the most bang for my buck. So that's kind of like our biggest kind of push. And effective is one of those things because I always do this scenario. I'm like, imagine you're at, let's use Panther Stadium, all right? And you're in the center and they have a giant, all these chairs and it's you and it's every one of your competitors in Charlotte. Okay. And in the stands are all the potential people in Charlotte who could be your clients. And there's a podium and a mic and every person in the stands, me, you guys, everyone, we all go up there and we get to grab that mic and we get 30 seconds to say, hi, I'm Stu. I own urban movement. And we do this. Now, fast forward through that entire process. How many people use the words innovative, effective community, like all these buzzwords we use. But what I love, like, cause when you say effective, what my marketing brain hears, cause what you're, you're telling me, cause I love that you have the 10, the 23 for your people. It's, they need to feel like they got the same kind of workout stimulus. They did at 60 minutes within that piece. Cause do clients really have a fucking clue what an effective workout is? No. 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 They don't have a clue. No. It's just like if someone tells the average person, drink this, it's good for you. Antioxidants are in this, yeah. right? <laughs> we use words and people are like, oh my God, I love antioxidants. Like they don't have a fucking clue. We take supplements and they're like, oh that's my so God, true. that's way isolate protein. Fuck yeah, that's got to be good, right? <laughs> totally. So consumers are generally undereducated. What I love what you said there with the effectiveness is essentially we give you what what you did in 60. We can do that maybe even a little bit more feeling better in 10 or 20 or 30. And that's what everybody wants. Everyone wants the perception of getting more work done in less time. It's what everything is. Mm -hmm. That's what fucking QuickBooks does for you. That's what Uber does. Uber sells the perception of saving time instead of having to flag down a cab in New York City. You could just – and even though nine other fucking cabs would pass you by, you'd still be sitting there waiting for your Uber. You still had the belief you were saving time. And that's, I think, for like – as you guys talk about it, where my marketing brain goes is like it saves you. It gets you exactly what you want in less time. We want everything faster. 5G? Fuck that. I want 10G. Yeah. I don't care. Give me fucking tumors out of the side of my head. I want my shit faster. If I have it's to wait a, one second for my spot, my Spotify to load, I get so pissed. But that's what we want. It's such an age of like instant gratification. Yes. You know, now that we yeah. have everything at our fingertips, it's yeah. so, you know, easy to feel that way. Um, and what's also great about ours is it's you can do it anywhere and everywhere. You know, you do get that instant gratification. You can pull it up on your computer, cast it to your TV. Are you guys going uh, equipment lists on everything All right now? All you need is just a mat and yourself. And yep. we give you the option to use light weights, but our, our big thing is using your own body resistance. Your own body weight yep. is just as effective, if not more, than using weights sometimes. Sure. And I mean, you pull from uh, disciplines like Pilates. Like, so one of the big things, so I used to own a CrossFit gym. Uh, did great. We, we rode that bitch until CrossFit was no longer as profitable anymore. And then we rebranded and all that. And the biggest thing I took away was people liked the idea of feeling strong, but people didn't need to do 
all the extra bullshit, silly bullshit that you see in CrossFit, right? It gets very culty and very cunty. It just was this horrible fucking thing. And so I'm like, I'm going to get away from that. But the one thing I took from disciplines like Pilates and uh, even bar classes, the concept of tempo. And slow is actually strong. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. CrossFit and a lot of the models is grab the weight, go as fast as you can, like a fucking screen door in a hurricane. We and call it's, it flailing. Yeah, flailing. Flailers. flailers. <laughs> we get the guys in the gym to come in here the first time, and he's just wanting to lift as fast as possible, and I've got to, like, break it down for him. And I'm like, bro, this isn't your fucking Friday night Tinder date. Slow it down, buddy. <laughs> like, slow it down. No one's impressed with that. That's not how to do it. And and so and when you, and then you challenge them to go slower, and people really get a respect for how lightweight is actually can be heavier. It's a relative term. Mm-hmm. You know, how slow you go, the tempo, pausing, holding. Um, my younger sister, she's here in, in Charlotte as well. Um, and she really got into bar and Pilates and all that. And she's a physical therapist. We would have countless conversations how like there are some amazing principles from what those methodologies teach that just in, in when hit was just like at its peak and CrossFit and all that kind of shit was at its peak and it was fast and hard and fast and hard. That's where the white space was and the opportunity for someone to not f- – and also you mentioned that. I was like we tell people we want you to feel better when you leave than when you walked in. Mm-hmm. You're not always having to leave here like fucking you just got the shit kicked out of like you. Like you need to go take a five-hour like, nap. Yeah, like and, nobody yeah. wants that. You no. want to leave here like on a high. That's what SoulCycle did. You left SoulCycle. I'd go to the – every time I visit Boston, I'd go to the SoulCycle in Boston. I'd go to the 7 or 8 o'clock class. That was your fucking pregame. You were ready to go out to the club and to the bar. You were ready to fucking rage after a soul cycle class. That yeah. made you feel good. When the CrossFit kid is like puking as he's leaving his CrossFit gym <laughs> on a Friday night and has to go home and chug some Pedialyte. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it's. I think a lot more people are thinking about that. So for Sculpt Method, that's what you guys have dialed in. I want to like add something now that you mentioned yeah. like soul cycle too. I think like this is arguably – what uh, like the the thing I think that really sets us apart or like one of them is like yes the anywhere anytime this goes hand in hand with that though is I think that the narrative around fitness Katie and I talk about this all the time is changing a little bit and I think that people are starting to realize that they like they need a little bit more and I'm talking about like your headspace and your mental space and I think the thing that we really bring that is something that SoulCycle does very well that we have seen in Charleston be super successful is soulful fitness Mm -hmm. and leaving there like bringing affirmations, bringing a purpose and bringing a purpose and like just kind of being able to grab onto something that's not at the risk of sounding cheesy as fuck, but like bigger and just something that's that, you can walk away feeling like there's a reason that you walk out of soul cycle feeling like you can tackle the world. It's a hardest fuck workout. Like cycling kills me, but you're in there and the way that they make you feel and the way that they kind of tap into your mental space and your, and they, the way that they practice is movement meditation. And that is something that is so the, the vibe of our workouts and something that we're preaching constantly, how we cue, how we move through the class. It's so it's mindful movement meditation with breath work. And I think so many people, especially with COVID and all the added stress that has come with it, people are really starting to look inside and look. Very at introspective their, time. Very, yeah, yeah, it's a super introspective time. And so I think that is something that we always kind of knew, but this whole entire, um, what's it called? A pandemic yeah. has <laughs> really made us because a lot of quiet you had a lot of quiet time you were stuck oh, yeah. inside there was time to reflect and you were i mean for businesses it was a great time people had a time to pause and be like all right there's a lot of broken shit with this business that i yeah. have time to actually fix right now because it's closed like i can mm-hmm. still I, I still need to work on it um as, as you were talking there on that you know what soul cycle and the 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 brands out there that really call for um affirmations and becoming something bigger the biggest thing about that it's nothing it's not the workout right like all the workouts essentially even yours if we went we could go and find a bunch of different companies and studios that are doing a workout that to the naked eye the average consumer looks fucking similar right mm-hmm. it is the instructor and whether they could bring that brand that's why berries they came around here they grabbed a handful of different trainers from different studios already. They went to the coffee shops and they found the 
best fucking baristas. People that were just fucking chatty. They'd been there forever. The bartenders that had like the regulars that could were people, people like, Hey, we're going to fly you out to Chicago first and then LA for Barry's talent training. And we're going to pay you this and you'll make a hundred dollars a class and blah, blah, blah. Are you, you want to do fitness? We can teach anyone fitness. We can't teach you to not be a douche or we can't teach you to be funny at 5 a.m. We can't like, or just to be authentic and like you're not forced. Yes. And that I think I feel like a, and I remember talking about this with West Cap Seeker as well. Like in your line of work right now, you guys, it goes like this. Uh, do I pass the looks test? Do I look the part of this fitness person? Right. Number two, do I dress, live the lifestyle of this fitness person? Am I, you know, am I showing, am I, are the photos on my Instagram, the things I'm doing fall within that lifestyle? Do I have to check that box and be like, oh my God, I really want to show a box of this fucking joint and Cocoa Puffs. But, <laughs> but instead I'm probably going to show my kombucha yeah. and be working right at the fucking coffee yeah. shop. Yeah. But the yeah. weed is really it's actually right here. here yeah. But that's yeah. right here. <laughs> so it's like, we have to check the box on all that, but really it's the brand comes alive and with the people you're looking for, like, so when everybody's checking the box, you don't stand out as much, mm-hmm. right? Like there's, um, I, I know this is not the name of it. It's in New York city. All the great brands of fitness are in New York city, but it's, it's like fat girl fitness. It is plus size girl fitness for big girls. I mean, like when that Lizzo tempo song came out, like that was the rallying cry for these chicks. I mean, like, but that's exactly who they cater to. Con Body, which is out in New York City, was started by an ex-con who had a hard time readapting into the regular lifestyle of being released from prison. I was incarcerated. I can't get a real job. People look at me crazy because I got these tattoos and I look like I was in prison. Oh, because I fucking was. And guess what happens in prison? You get quote unquote prison rip. That's not fake. That's real because body weight calisthenics and those workouts work really well. So we created an entire brand so that individuals, New York City's got the highest amount of ex incarcerated individuals either created a community of people who could think who came from that world and could all work out together and had a common goal. And then it became the trendy thing that the real housewives in New York City go and fucking do and all that other stuff. Of course. <laughs> but it's ultimately the instructors and the brand that you bring through and just finding one thing about it because the workout isn't unique. The way you look and the way you act and the things you do on Instagram really isn't unique. It's 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 who you're trying to touch. I think there's a huge opportunity, especially where you guys are at now because you're just starting off, to find and think about what is the one thing, like what's our angle? Like what is our angle? Because if we're checking, like check the box of everything all these other brands are doing, we're doing the same thing. What what's the one thing? Like I was joking about the weed thing, but like there's totally someone who's going to make fucking crazy money because they have cannabis fucking yoga. Yeah, right where they fucking so blaze true. and they do yoga they will because there will be a niche of a niche exactly and exactly. the more you look at things like oh my god I, you know my thing kind of looks like theirs people need to walk into your thing like this is like not this is like nothing else and the naked eye won't notice the workout programming like my my gm deuce here he fucking busts his ass on the programming and I'm like, how does it make you feel? Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> like, how, like I give a You're fuck. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I, like, are you proud of that? He's like, I'm so proud of that. I'm like, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> like, don't mean this shit in your Wheaties, but nobody does. <laughs> They're happy. They have a feeling. But like, what's a little thing you, what's something you could do? Like one thing we did here at Urban, we, uh, at the end of your workout, someone from staff comes out and we have a bucket and we have, um, cold scented towels we've soaked and kept in refrigerator of aloe tea tree or eucalyptus so you get done with your workout and we hand you this towel and just it's a nice thing at the end of the workout it, you know it's great for senses people feel if revitalized it's just a little like ritz carlton hospitality thing we do because honestly doing burpees and box jumps that everyone fucking does that. anyone who does that kind of workout does that i can't differentiate there i'll lose if i try to battle on my workout style i'm gonna lose because the next kid shows up and fucking copies that goddamn thing like that like whatever you guys have that you think special don't try to hide it because it just takes one bitch to take your class for three months <laughs> mm-hmm. and then she's like i'm opening then up she's you know, her own thing. yeah sculpt <laughs> method with a k and it like it, that's exactly what's gonna happen so what is that thing and i wasn't trying to make this like a business coaching fucking lesson but like I, that's I, my biggest piece of advice to you guys is What's the one thing? Like, what's our thing that we do? Like, have you guys found out a uh, seam work for your beer yet? No. Oh. Uh, you familiar like with Sweatnet, though? though. Yeah. yeah. So, Sweatnet, you know that. Yeah. Yeah. We just had a, a Met Sweat. How oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. So, did you guys do like the drop phone headphones or anything yet? No, no. not okay. yet, but we saw that. It looks yeah. so fun. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done that. It looks really trippy. Like, have you guys seen Shakti Yoga? No. Shakti Yoga is no. like, uh, it's like twerking <laughs> in, uh, in, like, black lights they, they'll do it here like i'll rent them out the facility for it and they put 200 bodies in there and the woman who runs it is amazing and she has this she created she just made up the name shakti i'm sure she stole it from somewhere but she like <laughs> it's her version and it's like it's twerking yoga 
and it fucking she puts 200 people in here and it crushes and once covid hit i mean she has classes with 100 people on them at ten dollars a pop fucking paying to do shakti yoga it's nuts but again you walked into a twerking yoga place and think of all the yoga places you've ever gone they're all essentially the fucking same they smell good they look good the mats are made out of fucking the fucking i don't know fucking buffalo hair or whatever like (laughs) But twerking yoga? That's new. That's some shit. Yeah. Like, that yeah. people are into that. So, yeah, finding that one weird little thing that you're time to like, no, that's not going to work. It's generally the thing that probably will work. Or let people to attach to you for something different. But we're going back to work for your beer. Check them out. The girls created are awesome. They literally, they have a little YouTube thing they started creating. They literally call, we'll take the whole lot. They go to different microbreweries. They order, they both order complete flights and they just drink and they literally get, we watch them get drunk on the camera. <laughs> like they are definitely drunk by the end of the time they're shooting it. But that's all they did. They went to breweries and they paired fitness companies with breweries and created events. They're an event company. That's but fun. It's That's super so cool. Fun. Yeah, because you get you guys probably figured this out in South End. Everyone's working out, not because they're trying to be on the cover of GQ, not because they're trying to play a fucking sport, because they just want to look good when they go out on the weekends and afford the <laughs> beer and all the booze they're fucking drinking. That's exactly. It. That's all people want to do, especially here in Charlotte. Like that is it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was why I started working out. Now yeah. it's more <laughs> to me, but like I wanted to like fit into my size twenty four jeans, hundred percent. Yeah, which I don't know COVID. I don't. Really Post COVID, we're not twenty four. Post COVID, we're not twenty four. We're not twenty four anymore. But where do you guys? So as you've been sitting here, you guys obviously. What what is your current? So what is your current situation now? So what is Sculpt Method putting on weekly? How are you reaching your people? Is it is it growing? Is it staying stagnant? Talk to me about the state of the union with Sculpt Method. State of the Union. Currently, right now, to be totally honest with you, I think we have hit a little bit of a lull. Um, Not because of really anything we're doing or anything our fault. I think it had to do with a little bit of some decision making we made at the beginning of um, starting this venture because going digitally was a whole new ballpark for us. Yeah. Huge learning curve. We literally stayed up so many nights just Googling. YouTube and watching everything. these videos. Yeah. Like we yep. didn't have anyone really to lean on when we started this. And so we really just kind of had to grab at, um, you know, what we had. And um, we ended up going with um, just like a few different companies to help us develop like our website or X, Y, and Z. Um, but kind of like the media company that we're with, with right now, we're just... I don't really know how to say what I'm trying to say. Like, it, you're trying to talk shit on him without talking no, shit I'm not on him. No, it's okay. not that. It's just like he, it, it fit what we needed. We needed to get something up and running, and they helped us get up and running. But now that we're going, we're not really getting like we need to grow at a faster rate than they know how to allow help us. Got it. And grow. is this from like and an infrastructure don't... like bandwidth, like digital bandwidth, or is this like? Our website just could be Got, okay. structured a lot better. Is, are these individuals or companies? It's a, with a company. It's a company. Um, and they don't specialize in any of the things that we do. Yeah. Like they do media and they do a great job, but they don't it like really member s- management, like MindBody or like, you know, Mariana Tech is what Barry's Bootcamp uses. Like, you know, like when you guys go to sign up for these classes you're taking, is it like stuff like that? Yeah. So we're on- In a sense. In yeah. a sense. Yeah. And like we're on Vimeo. Right yeah. now, which yeah. um, sounds like great to yeah, be yeah. on, and everybody knows about it. Are you on their, you on their it? OTT platform? Yes, yeah. and yeah, it, but- it's 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 fine and all, but we didn't know where else to go before this. But like Vimeo is taking a huge chunk of our money, and it is how many people do you have on it right now? We have a little over two hundred right now. Got it. So and you, they take twenty percent. Twenty percent. Every so it's it, interesting. That, that's great. I could swear because I just looked at Vimeo recently for OTT for a client and. I, I thought I remember looking at him like, oh, these prices like a dollar per user, but I don't, maybe there's fees on the back end. I, there's I guess, fees there's and so expenses many, oh and yeah, like yeah. to Crazy. tell you, so our thing is ten ninety nine a month yep. and we just broke um, in our like gross sales. I think we made like $2,033 this last month, cool. but Vimeo took almost $300 yep. of it. And like, doesn't sound like a lot, but I mean, it, it adds up it does and add up. you know, we're trying like. The nice thing with digital though, that's going to be the peak of your overhead. Oh yeah, it's be which the is peak the best of your part. Overhead, right? We don't so have like, that, so it's fine. Yeah, so, and OT like again for everyone who doesn't know, over the top is what OTT stands for. It's essentially it, you you created your own. Uh, it's a it's like Netflix in a box, but it's if Sculpt Method were Netflix, you have all your stuff right there. They can pull up archived workouts. I'm assuming, and there's an interface already built in, and yeah. all that good yeah. shit. Yeah, they could download an app right now. 
Um, or is it like an HTML kind of scenario? Like yeah, kind of like website? an HTML yeah, kind yeah. of website. And like you can add a bookmark to like your yeah, homepage, homepage. So yeah, it yeah. looks like an app. Um, and like we do get some data from it, but it's not interconnected yep. into our website. So when someone goes to our website, but then wants to stream, sure. it takes you away onto Vimeo OTT. Yep. So it kind of messes up our stats sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. And we're just... It's clunky. Yeah. It's beta. It's your first go at it. Mm-hmm. Totally. I'll tell you... Like, Honest the fact, mistake. Yeah. The fact that you're even doing Vimeo OTT, like there's a brand that I'm very close with called Alchemy Anywhere out of Minneapolis and Colorado, six, seven stores, amazing fucking company. They use Vimeo OTT. Like, and that's a company that has a lot, like has resources. Yeah. And so, I mean, you're on the right platform. It just, you know, again, these are the... These are the clunky mistakes you'll look back on in five years. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, oh, it's so dumb. And then currently you'll be fucking up some other clunky mistake <laughs> yep. right then that you'll look back in five years. Like, why the hell did I do that? It's a learning curve. Yeah. The 100%. whole thing is. 100%. I mean, right now, I think. So how many lives, how many classes per week are you guys doing? We'll release, like, new workouts, you mean? We'll release any anywhere from, like, one to three. And these are pre-recorded? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can watch it there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then we drop them. Yep. Um. And like, I mean, we're real with them. Some sometimes we like it. We like it to be on Wednesday, but yeah. we're like, listen, a little hungover. We, we're like, Some we didn't vibe. Happened. We yeah. want to give you the best of the best, and we didn't vibe this video, so we're dropping another one tomorrow. Yeah, and you know, we're trying to be really transparent with our. See, I think that's cool, though. I think yeah. that's gonna if you can build that into the brand. Yeah, you know, just you know, like, and then the key is is making sure that the the website sounds like you're talking to them in your video. So if your videos are typically like, hey guys, all right, so I know you're here and I'm physically fucking here. But <laughs> have my you watched so- your videos? Yeah. Have you? Like, my <laughs> soul is in the bottle of a bottom of t- Patron at the bar last night. So here's what's going to happen. And like, if it sounds real like that and then the website sounds like that and every bit of social and the copywriting sounds like that, some of the best companies out there that do really good when you like you read their website, like, oh my God, I know what kind of person this is already. Like sometimes you just get on a website, like, I love the way they talk to me. Like I love that language. And then it's consistent from A to Z across all those touch points. It feels real. And I would my high thing I'd recommend as you guys like and you're watching the videos, you're like, oh my God, what I said there was real or funny or whatever, write it down in a note on your phone. And you'll eventually just have this list of these isms. So if I asked you what are some Brit-isms? Like, what are some things this chick says and you, like, want to do impersonation of? Those are, and vice versa, those are the things that will make those the brand what it is. Like, that, that is the magic of it because you, too, are going to be the main operators of this thing. You are going to be the main faces of this thing. You're going to yeah. create all the first-generation customers of this thing. Because think about it, Think about when you bring on your first trainer and you're like, oh, we don't have to make that video anymore. But is that chick gonna have the same isms mm-hmm. is she gonna speak the We're language about that. and if she doesn't speak the fucking language the next generation of customers now align with something different now you have mm-hmm. a bipolar brand and if she fucking bounces guess what there they go too so it's just it's one of those things you want to make that thing go fucking through and through mm-hmm. so one to three classes outdoors we're doing outdoor stuff every day like the sweat net thing was an outdoor thing mm-hmm. right yeah we're trying to kind of like dabble our foot in that and you know meet people along the way and grow how was these it things. did you guys like working with aaron and grace and all them were they cool oh, oh my it. god i cannot say enough good things yeah, yeah. they're, they're amazing yeah. we're sitting down with aaron next week to good kind of shit. talk to her about some stuff because we love them and that yeah. event was so fun was we so had like fun. 50 people yeah. come That's out awesome. and it rained the whole, we we're on top of the parking deck and it rained and everyone just like powered through said, fuck it. yeah and said, so fuck good it. And yeah energy was just awesome mm-hmm. you got you guys do you guys do like events where then there's you guys go into a bar brewery or restaurant or, or anything afterwards like have you guys done stuff because i feel like your brand again because it's young and it's like it's you know it sounds fun like do you guys tie that into it we, we've tried we tr- we did that in charleston and like that was our oh, huge that was, hit it like, was such a hit in charleston yeah. people knew us to like when we do our live classes in charleston we literally we we bought a a plastic tub from walmart and filled it up with White claws, Michelobes, ice, and we were yeah. like, "Everyone, come on in, get your spot. If you want a water, cool, but there's Michelobes. Grab yeah, yourself yeah, one." Yeah. Like and nine we, in the morning on a Saturday <laughs> morning, and like we just be teaching. We're like, "All right, now one chug of your white claw, one push up, or like whatever." See, like, you know? But that's unique, though. Like that is mm-hmm. something. Like I even like it'd be funny if you guys literally came out decked out like you went online and just bought a bunch of white claw shit like it may look like this shit sponsored by white claw but it fucking isn't but we want you guys to all all tag white claw in this so we can yeah like that would be fucking hilarious but like that's the personality like i I always think about like classes and now that you guys have this cool 
the autonomy to do this however you want because you're not limited by a physical structure. Mm-hmm. If you were to throw a party, like, okay, and this is, maybe this is me just being sexist. Chicks dig throwing parties. Like, events and, like, making sure everything is right and this, that. Like, I want to have this and this is going to be cute and this is the Instagrammable wall and get the ring light. <laughs> like, how would you your sure party... You're not a chick? Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, how would that look if that party was just... It was a party. It was just also your fitness class. How would that look? Like, well, what would that be like? Like, I picture Sculpt Method yoga mats, but with these funny, like, those, like, you know, like, Betches over Queens. Like, all those Instagram accounts oh, yeah. that are, like, Betches something. Like, they're the funny fucking one-liners that totally came from chicks. If you had the yoga mats made and they all just said funny fucking one-liners. <laughs> that would like, be it, exactly. Like, even if you had one, like, fucking with the text message bubbles. Like, text from last <laughs> night. Shit that embodies being... Uh, are you guys millennial? Is that is that are you Z? What are you? You're millennial. I'm millennial. Yeah. You. Yeah. yeah. You're. Yeah. 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 I'm elder millennial. You're old. You're young millennial. That's what we are. Okay. Damn right. I'm young. Yeah. I'm still young. <laughs> millennial. Like those kind of like things that people can relate to. If like that's what makes everything everything. Like that's what makes every experience fucking cool. Is that I can relate to it. Is that it? It seems. It feels like I'm t- hanging. I'm doing something that I would be doing anyway. Yeah. That's why some bars do better than others. Some bars you go, they're like, this is just not my fucking vibe. And what does that mean? What does vibe mean? Yeah, energy. Yeah. Well, but what does energy mean? Like, what does it mean? It we, just We did a little, like, we have these things called sculpt side chats okay. where that it's like just, because we eventually want a podcast. You had a chick on about the hormone stuff. Yeah. Yes. Like all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I watched that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of talk about like one week we talked about like road snacking like how when you're at a grocery store you like pick your favorite snack and you open it up and eat it on the way back to your house because like that's a fucking thing yeah yeah and everybody you does don't it. even get out of the parking garage no. of Publix and you're no. already eating that you're shit sometimes already... you don't make it out of the grocery yeah. store you're still mm-hmm. in there like oh I drank this coke <laughs> and you're having that conversation you're like I'm such a fat piece of shit you're like Literally, these are delicious I don't give a fuck, give a fuck. Yeah. yeah I'm like there's my family's so I cheese it's just reach <laughs> enter chew repeat as I'm on the way home um, or but then we did like a like a chat with our friend and Adelie about hormones yeah. and like our site working out around your cycle and like all that kind so of stuff. entertaining and educational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and we had it one about energy and like kind of what that really means. And we kind of touched on like, it's just your gut and your intuition and how you feel when you're around something. Cause it's, it's kind of hard to put in layman's terms yeah. for sure. But that's, and we just want everyone to feel from us good energy. Sure. Obviously, you know, and I don't know. That's just kind of. And I think about energy a lot, especially because um, studios develop clicks. Like if you want a community, every gym owner is like, I want a great community. Like there's community is just the human beings that are in it. Culture is what you're actually trying to create because the people that are your clients now will not be your clients forever. That's going to be an ever churning group of humans Mm -hmm. that you cannot be emotional about. Like whoever your first client is or the people you're like, oh my God, they'll be with us forever. Uh, they fucking won't. Nope. No, they will not. And when they cancel and they go to fucking bar method down the street or whatever, you can't get upset because you have to be emotional about the client, not the mem- about the member, not the membership. So I used to be a CrossFit gym and then I said, eh, fuck that bullshit. No more CrossFit. Like 40, 50 plus people gone. Just lots of money gone out overnight. And still every year we invite all those people. They come. We do a huge fucking Christmas party rager at Tiber Creek. We invite them all. 70% of them come. They're still cool. If I run into people at the bar like, hey, what's up? Like it's super cool to still have that nice network relationship because even though your thing might not be for them at that time, they're like, but my friend, my brother, he hates CrossFit, but he would love urban movement. I'm going to send him to you, right? Like mm-hmm. clients are, are dead in the water from the moment they sign up. They're literally the second they sign up, it's just a ticking clock until they cancel. But a referral is for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. You will get someone who's like, will say good things about you forever. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what. Like, so it's, and the reason I'm going into that, I'm curious because you guys, we started this before we hit record. You guys are telling me you've been testing fitness in Charlotte, which I think is very wise, right? I think you need to go out there and try out other things and just see what the market's like. You don't have to bash anybody or whatever that, but give me your feedback of doing fitness in Charlotte. This is fully uncensored and raw and real. <laughs> And I'm just going to get the sample size. How many, like how many different places we hit? Cause not everything's mm-hmm. open and things are slowly. We definitely opening. did come in at a weird yeah. time. Sure. So it's hard to like fully say, um, but we've tried probably around like 12 to 15 different places, if not around 20 
I mean, we've yeah, tried a we've tried a lot. And all different things. We dabble in it all. Um, and I'll just say I was only impressed by one. Yeah. One. And I'm ne- we're not anyone to like. Do you want to say never- which one it was? Berries is the yeah. one that I like. And um, okay, I also like two. Sweat Method. Sweat method. We like method. Berries yeah. and Sweat mm-hmm. Method. Um, and Hit isn't even really like our no, main it's thing not that our, we like sure. to it's do. It's not our MO. Um, but I think like. Coming from Charleston, I guess we suspected like Charlotte's a big city and like all of this stuff. And um, I would say just I'm just shocked to feel like the Charleston fitness scene really kind of puts the Charlotte one to shame a little bit. And it's not anything against anyone per se, but it's just uh, just not impressed by and it. So like a berries, what was the what was the ingredient that made it for you? They have really good customer service. Yeah. Like when you walk in, they were really interactive, very friendly. Um, a lot On of places, shit. just because I feel like we can come across, like even before, we, we won't even tell people we're fitness instructors, but I think if you kind of come in looking like you're, yeah. you know, fitness prepared, people just really overlook you. And we're Is huge. Is that a term you use, fitness prepared? That's a great okay. term. I think it just kind of came to me up? in the moment. I, I like totally that. did. I'm going to fitness, fitness prepared. Fitness <laughs> prepared. I look like I do this shit. <laughs> I'll fake it sometimes, yeah, yeah. but don't get me wrong. Um, but we're huge on customer service and just yeah. like, you know, interacting before class, you know, and just kind of telling me like what I'm getting into and yeah. like stuff like that. And um, and I know it's kind of weird right now. People might not even really want to be talking too much. Yeah, so it's, it's hard to say, but... Berries, I will say, did a really awesome job, and like obviously their facility is top sure, top notch. Amazing. And you walk in the red room, and like you're just kind yep. of, I mean, yeah, you get. That's the first place I felt like I truly got what I was paying for. Yep, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like thirty dollars for a single class is it's is expensive. For, that's a yeah. that's a tier one. It's a New York that, City price. That, yeah, that's mm-hmm. you don't it's see expensive. that a lot. Yeah, so Charlotte's I was like, oh shit, tier two market. That, that's that, everyone was curious. Like I went to the Berries in Nashville. I used to live in Nashville too, and I went back there because I knew Berries was coming here, and I wanted to see what a tier two market Berries looks like because I've been to the ones in New York and all that other stuff, and. Um, yeah, I, I think they, I mean, that location, I live literally right across the street there, and it's literally, I, I'll ride over here in the, whatever, for work, and I, the place is packed out pre-COVID. Now I know what things are different, and, and now you mentioned, you know, it's tough right now, and we want to give every studio uh, totally. slack. However, at the same time, you're generally dealing with less people, and right now, nobody is like, rolling in cash right now we're all fucking hurting so why don't you double the fuck down on the one thing you can which is talking to people looking them in the fucking eyes making them laugh yep. making them feel comfortable explaining what the fuck this all means yeah right like exactly and i mean i think there's going back to what you said about uh, a lot of the workouts that we've done are similar sure so we're not even really judging on the, the workout. Not, it's yeah. not even. We're that judging at all. on, like Katie said, the customer service, the, the energy, yep. and the instructor. Yeah, I and yeah, I did. I did send one email oh, to a class. A strongly worded letter. A strongly worded letter, and I would never put negative energy out in the universe unless it really warranted it. And this, we took this one class. I won't say any names, but I. They asked me. I didn't. I didn't initiate it. They had asked me. The owner emailed me and asked for feedback. Well, if you want to know. Yeah. And I, and you made a great point. You're like, I mean, as a business owner ourselves, like yeah. I would, I would want, to, want know. to know some experiences yeah, people have. Like, it's not always easy to hear. We've had some feedback too, like that, you know, yeah. I mean, the good, I, the like, bad, it all comes. Me, yeah. Good. Uh, it, I, all I want to hear is the bad stuff. No news is good news generally. And good news is great. But all it does is like, okay, stop blowing up my ego i need mm-hmm. someone to kick me in the dick i need yeah. i need to knock down a peg or two every fucking day tell Absolutely. me what i can make better yeah we're what always can I asking on? like for feedback so totally we i am we embrace bad feedback sure. absolutely um well critical feedback critical also. yeah well and use good and bad yeah. um but there the quality of the instructors has just blown my mind here for not the good and are we and, and in quality we're not talking about their educational background no. how many certs they no. have. we're talking about their their thespianism their showmanship their ability to fucking invoke feelings within you like the best yes. instructors these days are not the most knowledgeable in fitness no like the instructor like okay so you get your abductor like dude <laughs> <People> <laughs> like, no. i don't care that you can name the four sits muscles in the rotator cuff what I care about is that at 5.30 in the morning, you wake me the fuck up and make me laugh. Yes. Like, I, I joke around all the time. Like, I, one of the things with Urban is, like, I want more LOLs than PRs. 
don't give a fuck if you PR. Like, I, sure, if you PR something that gets you up, whatever, good, great, grand. I want you to laugh and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I, I want you to walk away from experience after a long day at work, having a, a walk, literally leaving here like that was fun. I enjoyed it because nobody enjoys working really, really, really hard in a workout. Even us fitness professionals, mm-hmm. like, ask us in the workout. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm cursing you in yeah, my head. Yeah. Like, Fuck, Fuck you. Mm-hmm. We even like at Herb, I, I want to get a big digital screen where we have it right by the door and just have two buttons, green, red, red, middle finger, <laughs> green, high five. And you just walk out and you just hit one or the other. <laughs> I love that. And then we post that. like the stats at the end of the day. <laughs> and, and like for no fucking reason, it doesn't, we're not doing anything with the data. It's just part of the experience. It's funny. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's that kind of a thing. Um, all right. So Barry's did a really good job. You like sweat method. Yes. I like sweat method a lot. Um, I like it because they got scrappy right before COVID. They moved into that location. That location was a yoga place before that. Mm-hmm. They got a cool story. I need to get them on here as well. Yeah, they're um, awesome. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Emily and Justin are really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like good energy too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it varies. Like I'm not super like, like a high intensity interval training person, but the instructor knew how to teach to his music. Sure. He was funny. He brought so much personality mm-hmm. too. It wasn't even, yeah. It, it, he didn't, I didn't give a fuck if he told me to squeeze my transverse abdominis till yeah, I yeah. barfed. Like, no, I, he, yeah. he was just cool and funny and like, he like a really good flight Engaging. attendant. Like, you ever been on like a flight and you're like, this guy doesn't just read the fucking card. He literally puts his own spiel to yes. a yes. stand up comedian. Yeah. Yes. It's hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You need your own flavor. And Barry's does it really, really well. Like they're at home kit. So when COVID happened, they were kind of slow to get zoom and streaming going because they want to do everything right. Before that, though, you get your kid. You could get a red room lights for your fucking house. And they literally, you got like, you got Barry's bands, Barry's step ups, Barry's yoga mat, resistance, whatever. And then also you could get Barry's, but like, so you could literally turn your living room or fucking into the red room. But that's that's how much they care about details. Like they, those top brands, the thing they do better than anybody is they give a fuck about the details more than anybody. Yes. It's, you know, you have the money to do it. Yeah. I had a, I did a podcast with, um, Head instructor over at F45 Midtown and uh, my buddy Cole, who is an instructor over at uh, Barry's. And we were talking about the role of music. So like, Oh, my God. And so that's the hardest thing, right? So like the hardest – it's the only audible experience – from the time you walk into a gym or studio to the time you leave, you're not being, uh, you're not doing a warm up the entire time. You're not doing the workout the entire time. Mm-hmm. The coach isn't talking all the time. You're not talking to your friends the entire time. But the one thing that is consistent, you are listening to music from start to finish. And music is a universal language that creates or breaks a fucking experience. Like how bad Absolutely. is it when you've been? And we have it here. We haven't mastered it. We, you know, we're, you know, the playlist. But like making it so like it hits at the right point because like okay and go and if the it slows down the cross fades at the wrong time the energy the beat doesn't drop yeah it just sucks the wind out of the fucking room absolutely music is that thing and if somebody can can master that to the point where music matches what's happening in the classroom that becomes a very special special moment um but barry's i you know what do you guys spend the most time on playlist playlist is what they spend the most amount of time on yeah oh, i mean absolutely. you can tell their music is freaking bomb yes. and, and the I've... way that he was able to coach us using the music was oh yeah i've un... never taken a high I've never taken a high intensity class, class like that times you up like the beat would be about to drop and then he would send you into a sprint and yep. you're like let's fucking Fuckin go yes. like hell yeah yeah it's it, like in video editing we you always lay your music track first and then you put your video clips on top of it and you cut your video to the music. So if you're making a promotional video for a gym or something like that, you always music first, video second. And programming for most good hit studios, same thing. Music first, movements, intervals second. Because no one gives a fuck whether you did a three minute or five minute. And I don't care what your periodization programming fucking textbook told you to do. Make the party fucking fun. Like, make the music so work. True. Yeah. So we always say music is the driver. Yeah. Like, the music in our class, like, musicality is so important. We move. What was that word? Musicality. musicality. Is that a word, too? Yeah. Is that real? Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, you teach me you gotta so much. You got to hear music. Musicality. Musicality. So it's like able, like to be able to count the music, and we design our entire workout to the music yeah. like two count movements we'll yep. count it out we'll do it all and even if we're moving we'll look at each other and be like stop Wait, get and on we, the music. yeah, 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 yeah get like it, we can't i physically cannot 
move if it's not, not to, the to music. a beat. Yeah. You have to move to a beat. It's like nails down a chalkboard. You guys to are me. gonna love Reflex Radio. So it's a it's a startup here in Charlotte that I'm on, and it's uh, it's why I was interviewing F45 and Barry's because of how big music is. Essentially, it allows you like a DJ does mixes, Spotify does playlists. Mm-hmm. A playlist is just song after song after song, crossfades, crossfades. Like uh, Eminem, um, what's the fucking Eminem song that everyone fucking lose yourself? Lose yourself, right? Mm-hmm. That's everyone. But you know, how slow the beginning of lose yourself is with the piano and all. You don't want that part. You just want the fucking punch of it. You want the yeah. hook. Mm-hmm. Mixes allow that playlist. You got to listen to the whole fucking song, three minutes and forty five seconds, and nobody wants to listen to three minutes and forty five seconds of anything. And so, Reflex Radio essentially, you say how long the workout is, what are the intervals, whatever. You match it with the BPMs and allows the beat to drop. So, like that. That's oh, why shit. I was like deep diving. It. Yeah. So it's really cool. Mm. Keep an eye on. They're local here in Charlotte. Okay. Reflex Radio. Um, but yeah, I mean, but that is, that's the unlock. Like everyone's like rock my run. Have you ever used rock my run? No. no. That's the one that allows you to do, it's the, probably the closest thing out there. allows you to do uh, your music to BPMs. I want 110 beats per minute during my warm up, and I want 175 during the workout. It does close. It does nothing close to like allowing you to time it to your intervals perfectly. We're doing three minutes of work and then we're cooling down for two minutes and like time that up perfectly. But that is like, and really good people, like, Women get it more than guys. Guys, guy, gym owners, guy trainers, all just like the workout. It's about the workout. It's not. It's mm-hmm. about like it's here, dude. That is a hundred percent through the fucking years. Totally. The entire time. Absolutely. With Charlotte, let's talk. So those were two good experiences. Without obviously, what are the in the are the all the bad experiences? Were they just lackadaisical trainers? It was a combination of and feel free to like cut in um, bad customer service. Okay. I don't like saying good and bad. Uh, inadequate customer service um the overall experience like i wasn't even told what to expect half the time in class in class i think we think that is so important when you show up to a class especially if it's at a gym that doesn't specifically say um crossfit yeah yeah or something what am i expecting sure um, what if I'm someone who's an amateur at fitness or I don't look so fitness prepared yeah. or, you know, yeah. um, and I think it was just, I mean, we're kind of peculiar. So the inefficiency of some of the workouts, we were sure. a little picky about that, but it was mostly the lack of energy, which we give a little bit of a pass because it is COVID. You know, we understand that the energy is a little bit harder to harness in the room, um, but it was the lack of energy, the lack of engagement, and the lack of – I don't even know, like, the word. Like, the, how would you – what am I trying to say? Like, the class we took this morning. I think just, like, general instruction. Like, yes, sometimes people would, like, put you in a in a position, but, like, wouldn't tell you what you're doing or why you're yeah. doing it. You know? You're just like, okay, do – It was so – it's so autopilot. Sure. And, like, it, there's nothing special about it. This morning – the bitch talked the whole entire time. She didn't even breathe. I was like, let me listen to the music. Her yep. music was like at 30%. Be comfortable with silence. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Let me enjoy some silence. Yeah. yeah and like, let, let me get in my head and like, yep. you know, amp myself up while I'm doing some push ups mm-hmm. or, you know. Yeah. And just the whole, so I think it's the whole, it was the whole experience. Yeah. Main, but mainly my biggest issue, I don't know about you, but it was a lot of the times the trainers, they just, not that they lacked, you know, anatomical knowledge or something like that, but they, they lacked how to truly engage you and they lacked knowledge of the most important aspects of the class, which is the music, letting there be silence. Um, I don't know saying how the fuck was that after class? You know, I know we can't high five, but like giving me a air bump or, you know, something. And I think there's like several times where we'd walk into a place and people would just look at us and we'd be like, Okay, well, well, I'm Katie. What you know, like I'm I'm here. Uh, yeah. What do I, you know, like this one girl goes. You guys look like you're here to work out. We're like there in, with our mats and our sneakers, yeah. and we're like, yeah. And she just goes, cool. <laughs> that was like, it. It's amazing to me. Like uh, one thing I took from Orange Theory early on, and we do that here. If you don't show up, we tell you, and it, I mean, we tell you uh, in our CRM with our text, we talk to you on the phone about it in your mail. You have to be here 15 minutes early. Yeah. It is so important for you to so come in important. for us to give you the tour, explain how the workout goes, and set you up for sex, success from a knowledge perspective. Because the number one reason there aren't more people inside of any fucking gym anywhere, Sally, 
was afraid to go because she didn't want to look fucking stupid. Yep. And Sally tried to get Tina to go. And Tina was fucking busy with some shit, so now Sally's not going. Chicks don't go to gyms, typically, unless they can get that friend to go with them because it's nervous. I don't want to look stupid, but if you come with me, at least we'll look stupid together. Yeah, and it can be Mm -hmm. overwhelming for people Uh and intimidating. Yes, a thousand percent. And like it both, so like we had someone show up uh, for a morning class the other day and he showed up two minutes before class. I was like, sorry, man, you you can't come in. Like, you have to be here 50 minutes early. Like, when we sent it to you in a text and when she talked to you on the phone and when the email, we weren't joking. But I will – let's have go ahead and reschedule you for another time. But it's just so important because you can jump in right now. It will be a shit experience for mm-hmm. you and for mm-hmm. the instructor because now the instructor t- feels a level of like, oh, fuck. I got to really – like I got to spend more time on him, and I have to, which means I have to siphon away from the 24 other people in our class. Mm-hmm. And it just it makes for a shitty experience for everybody. But you're right. Like that little bit of time just to explain – this is who we are. This is what we do. And if you're fitness prepared, you'll pick up on it. But at least it's good to know and have an idea like where your head should be at for the word. What should I be trying to shoot for? What should, you know, and every gym should have their own lexicon and words like uh, Orange Theory. Like you go in and you're either doing base pace or race pace or all out. Well, it'd be mm-hmm. good to know. Like if you're on there and somebody else race pace, you're, you're like, like what, the what, what the fuck is yeah. race pace? Like I didn't get my fucking dictionary before we started. Like no one explained <laughs> that to me. Yeah. And the jargon can be so confusing. It can. Yeah. And, and it's important for every brand to have their own lexicon. You want those secret little words like little CrossFitters run around saying wad, 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 wad. You're like, whatever. You sound like a douche. But like it's good that you have your own little language, yeah. you know, because yeah. that's what makes it cool for a sculpt method client in charleston and then i'm rocking a skull method shirt in charlotte but i go to charleston to go fuck around and have some you know lobster bisque and beers <laughs> and then we're wearing the same shirt we can instantly have the same language and mm-hmm. that's what creates you know community and a, and a universal lexicon as far as that goes with what's interesting too you were when you were mentioning the uh the lack of the experience in some of these places previously you guys were like eh, it wasn't even as much the workout it was all the other things mm-hmm the second those other things went down the window is the first time you made that comment that, and the workout wasn't that good. You only notice that bullshit when the other stuff doesn't, totally. it, the other it's stuff totally. is so loud. It's so loud and powerful that if it's there, it's you, can, you can mess up. The, the workout doesn't have to be the greatest, even to a fitness professional like I you know. guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like, just we so, fuck up all the time yeah. all the classes. All like, the time. And I just own it. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, fuck, shit. We yeah, got to yeah. do yeah. the other side. I'm like, oh, damn it. I missed a side. Oh, shit. We got to go back. Yeah. No one cares. Nobody cares. You guys need to have a little, like, if you swear, you just have a little fuck counter, a swear counter, the swear jar, <laughs> just like a little thing, and it just tallies it up. We should. Yeah. I know, honestly. And at the end of the week, just a, it's a big number that flashed on the screen with it's confetti coming down, shots. like yeah. a celebration. <laughs> we had a PR. <laughs> <laughs> the most fuck said. <laughs> so for Sculpt Method now, what is your guys' game plan? How are you looking at the future as it relates to where the business now? You said it's hit a, it's hit a lull. Like, again, it's going to plateau off. Every business hits that. Totally. Yeah. Um, How do you guys think about the future now? We're excited. I mean, we've got some really good changes coming. We are um, starting to work with somebody to like kind of revamp our website and do a little bit more digital stuff. Um, You know, some like soft social um, advertising um, and just kind of expanding in Charlotte and expanding the subscription all over the damn place. You know, not even just Charlotte. I don't want to say that. We want to be everywhere. Yeah, we're just like, try- we're just making a lot of connections right now and trying to um, dip our toes. Yeah, just dip our toes and really utilize Instagram. Yep. Um, and we're hoping that we can get a studio down the road. It's not, sure. you know, something we talked about. There's going to be a lot of people going out of business mm-hmm. and there will be places that are up yeah. for grabs at cheaper rental rates than what you could have been. So keep an eye out for that. But simultaneously, Telling you, you're in the best position. Yeah, absolutely. Overhead, overhead is death right now. To do not take on overhead. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I feel bad complaining about our three hundred dollar video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you got nothing. gym owners like slitting their wrists yeah. over six thousand. And I'm like, oh, three hundred dollars yeah. down the drain. Well, <laughs> double it net a zero, and that's my rent. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but I mean, we're just we're we're super excited. We're going to work on perfecting the subscription because ultimately, I feel like when our studio comes, I don't, and I think. I think, I think like we agree on this. If we have a studio, I would like to see that as a passion project. I would like the subscription and the e-commerce to be the main. It's the brewery model. Totally. The tap rooms of breweries yeah. do not pay the bills. They exactly. just, they, exactly. it makes supplemental. It's their distribution to the ballparks and the grocery mm-hmm. stores and all that, that, that really makes them the money. Yeah. yeah. And like, so I'm, I'm, if we, when we have, we're in the best spot because we, now we can maximize our subscription and really perfect it. And then once we have that really, really steady, awesome income, we can have a passion project, which is a studio and not worry about, oh my God 
fucking God, I had like a hundred clients cancel this month. I can't pay rent. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, like we can enjoy th- that. The energy will show to our clients that we're not like so money hungry and so stressed out because we do have the backup of the subscription that we have perfected yeah. beforehand. Yep. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, I wish you guys literally nothing but the best. Um, Thank you. And uh, yeah, super, super cool to meet in person. And if anyone's listening to this, again, this audience is mainly gym owners, trainers, whatever. Um, My goal is, as I always tell everybody on here, a lot of people listening to this that work somewhere currently and they have that dream of doing their own thing and they look at people like you and they're like, fuck, like it helps give them a little bit of that authority and that permission to maybe say, fuck off to their pure bar and go try their own thing. So if anyone oh, yeah. wanted to reach out to you, where, where's the best place to, to get in contact with you? Um, we're on Instagram a lot, which our Instagram is sculpt underscore method. And our website is sculptmethod.com. Um, you can DM us on there, but you can also email us hello at sculptmethod.com. We respond to emails. We're kind of all over the social media game. So yeah. One last piece of advice. You guys need to start a podcast. You guys have a We very, want a podcast we want one so, so bad. bad. Why don't you do it? I we don't I Well after we this we'll talk, to. but yeah. you guys have yeah. to. Like you guys watch like daddy issues, like the podcast. Oh yeah. Is that like those two girls that do it? Oh, call yeah. her daddy. Call her daddy. Call, call her, sorry, call her daddy, yes. We have been called the call her daddy, daddy girls fitness. of fitness. <laughs> that po- I'm telling you, that podcast for fitness will fucking kill. And you guys have a really good rapport back and forth. You totally we'll talk about that after this. Yeah. But you totally need to fucking low. do that. I wanna do it. Yeah, so stay tuned. Stay Helpful tuned. Podcast all, of all. <laughs> all righty guys, peace out. Bye.